Welcome to The Business of You, the show that empowers you to put yourself out there and build your personal brand. I'm your host, Michelle Griffin, helping you each week with expert tips, inspiring stories, and personalized coaching so you can master your reputation and build your future, showing up as the brand and business of you. I'm excited you're here. Now let's get going with today's show. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of The Business You. I'm really excited to talk about this, not to be kind of meta or woo-woo about this, but we are talking podcasting on a podcast. Why? Because this is one of my favorite ways, I kid you not, that for me, for my clients, to amplify your message and your voice. And I'll tell you why. And I'm going to dig deep in a minute when we introduce this guest. But podcasting is not in any way crowded or there's plenty of room, there's plenty of opportunities, but you need to have the right strategies, the right premise, all the things that this amazing guest is going to talk about today. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome to the show, Ash Orland, all the way from the UK. Hey, Ash, how are you? Hey, Michelle, I'm wonderful. I'm so excited to be on the show today, like so excited. I know because, you know, I was on your show, which I don't think has come out yet. And um, we've had such a great time. I'm like, we're going to flip this switch because I went on his show to talk about personal branding for podcasters. And today he's talking about podcasting for personal brands. Professional personal brands is what we deal in. Now, I didn't adequately introduce you, right? So tell everyone who doesn't know you yet, what exactly do you do and where you're calling from, which is super cool. We can maybe tell by the accent. (laughs) Yeah, no, of course. So I'm from... um... So where am I calling from? I'm from England, just live outside of London, um, near Cambridge. So as I have a very, um, everyone always thinks my accent sounds very Australian and it's not Australian. It's definitely English, but people, I guess it just sounds that way. It's very low and grizzly. Um, but I am a content marketer, like a content, con- sorry, I'm a content marketing consultant originally by trade. I specialize in podcasting. Um, I am a content creator at heart. I love making stuff. And anything to do with digital marketing, video, audio, that combination of the two, I'm obsessed with it. Um, and like I said this to you off air, if you, you know, I'm happy to just dive deep into your niches and what they, these guys want to know and then make it contextually relevant in regards to podcasting and how they can you know, use it to push their brands and push their business. That'd be really cool. Absolutely. And, you know, there's no secret. I think I've said this on the podcast. Um, I love to write and pretty decent writer, but I'm incredibly slow because I suffer from overthinking, over editing, over procrastination, all the things. So I'm like, you know, that's not sustainable. So I knew when I started my business two years ago, although it took me um, a year and a half or so to get it off the door, I knew that my podcast was going to essentially be my blog. I also knew, and we're going to get in a minute, how it had so many opportunities to repurpose. But the main thing is that people globally all over the world can hear you which creates a connection, right? I think I spoke on your podcast, how much social audio is going to be huge. And this is a form of it, but also too, it just creates that connection and it's just a faster way to get your message out and your expertise. So that's my take. Did I miss anything? Why should personal brands have a podcast? You didn't miss anything. It's actually exactly what you're saying. I, For me, I think personal brands should have podcasts because it's one of the easiest ways to grow your your brand, grow your network. It's got the least friction. It's got the least amount of saturation. And it was the thing that built my own personal brand, you know, to my own story, to give you guys context and to how this would help. 
you know, I, I worked in the financial services industry here in the UK and different career things I've done before, but to build my own brand as a, as a, as a, as a mortgage broker, I, I started making content and that built my personal brand. But what it started to do was once I'd done that, I started to move into consulting other brokers on how to do this B2B, very relevant to the type of people you deal with. I was working as a, I've once I'd moved into content marketing and was teaching these guys how to do it. The podcast, and I still have a show now for it, was the biggest way for me to grow my brand fast in that industry. Um, because it's networking. It's just networking on steroids. You, there is nothing else really as strong as it um, if you use it correctly, which is where many people don't use it correctly. But it is, from a, a personal branding perspective, I think it's so much better than anything else. You know, I'm, I'm kind of guilty for saying that, but it's, it's for, for like executives, for entrepreneurs, for CEOs, anything like that. A, a podcast, either being a guest on it or having one, really they're kind of unparalleled. Yeah, absolutely. And even both, you know, because when you're a host, you're asking questions. When you're a guest, you can really tell your story and share your expertise in more in depth. But you said it so well. And uh, I just think it's just the fastest way. And a couple of things you said, I want to break down before we jump on the right way to do it. Um, you know, I think there's hundreds of millions of blogs, right? So, you know, blogging's crowded, right? Now people say, well, there's a million blogs or whatever, but let's talk about in the scheme of things. I mean, I'm sorry, a million podcasts in the scheme of things or whatever that number is today, mm. that's nothing. And isn't it true? I don't, I don't know. I'm not expecting you to give me the exact I do date know, yeah. on it, <laughs> but uh, a lot of those podcasts that are counted, they're not still consistent, right? They, they, a lot of people start and stop. Is that considered what, how, how it's like a million? It's probably not even that much, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you're, it's hundreds of millions of blogs. You're very right. And then it's around 50 million um, YouTube channels. And then in podcasting right now, as of 2022, I'm just looking at my diary in the corner. Uh, as of 2022, um, we're just around 2.7. Now, it's really important to say we're about 2.7 million podcasts. However, and this is where we're going on to what you were saying, Michelle, that's 2.7 million podcasts, it's actually about half a million active podcasts. So of that 2.7, there's only around, then that number fluctuates from around 400,000 to about 600,000, but it's not hit a million yet. When we, when we say active podcasts, we mean somebody uploading consistently around once a week. Um, obviously, if you're consistently uploading once every two weeks or whatever your cadence is once a month, but it's consistent frequency. Um, and I think, you know, that that's just a really common thing. So when people say it's saturated, first of all, YouTube is not saturated. So blogging isn't really saturated. So if they're, they're not saturated, then, oh my gosh, podcasting, we're, we're not even at the point of, um, we're not even at the point where we've got enough exposure. We're at the opposite end of saturation. People who are telling you it's saturated are people who don't want to figure out how to make it work. And so they're blaming or they're using it as a, it didn't work for them. So it, you know, it's, it's easy. Or what's happened as well is that they're in that ecosystem where all their friends are doing podcasts and they feel like everyone's doing it. But the reality is, you know, you, I'm, I'm in the top 2% in the world of podcasters and that's not a good thing, you know, the reason it is good, but I mean, like, it's not, you know, like it didn't take very long to get there. And, um, and, and that also is one of those things I like to say to point out to your listeners, the term I love with this is all ships rise in a high tide. And so 
Spotify are spending billions in this space, not millions, billions. And the industry is on such a hockey stick growth curve that every year we're doubling and doubling and doubling. So now is the time to get on this because this will, the landscape will be unrecognizably different in a decade. And I know that doesn't, that seems really long, but when we're talking about personal brands and we're talking about building legacy around who you are and what you do, decade is just a blink of an eye. Absolutely. No, that's so true. And, you know, I actually saw in about 2018, someone who runs podcast world or some big podcasting conference in Orlando, and I forget the name of it. He came and spoke at this entrepreneurial event I was at in July or summer 2018. And he even said back then, we don't have enough women podcasters, blah, blah, blah. And that struck a light bulb in my mind. Oh, I'd love one one day. Well, it took me like three years. So imagine if I had started, but I didn't know what to say back then, right? I was in the middle of trying to leave my job. It was a whole nother story, but it's (laughs) like when I said on your podcast, you know, building your personal brand, your exposure, online presence, that doesn't happen overnight either. Get them out there, you know, start thinking about it. So today's a perfect example of how we can do this, because I can kid you not, everyone I talk to, clients or prospective clients, like, oh, that would be great. It's A, either too hard. I'm not tech savvy. It's too complicated. I don't know where to start. Too expensive. All the things, which I'm sure everyone says for every problem. But I, I'm the one who just bootstrapped it or you know threw it together, researched it myself. I, I learned, made mistakes. And I do have a podcast company helping me now, but I did it on my own too. So can you break it down? Before we get in the technical, we know why we should have one. But what are the main ways we should get started? And then can you let us know what should we not do? Because you said up front, there are some mistakes to be made. I don't want anyone to make those. So where do we begin? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so I actually have like a course I do as a free course. It's not the thing. It's like, a, and there's art on YouTube and stuff for people. If they were wanted to do this, they can go through it. Um, but I'll explain it for you because I'm a big believer of this. I have five steps, but I'll talk about the first two really, because otherwise we'll go deep into tech and things. And that's, that's no one wants to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but the first thing, the very first thing that podcasters should do is look at their format and their concept. So that is the, by far the first, it's not even the, until people who even thought about that don't even bother. And the reason why, and so and, and really it's in my opinion, it's concept first, then we move to format. So the concept is the idea. What are we at? What do you actually want to do? What is the goal of this show? And so many people start podcasts and they start, and it's you no know, different with personal branding. If you, if you have no idea what the end destination is in mind, you are literally, you don't get into a sailing boat and go, off I go. I have no idea where I'm going and what to do. You, you try to get the destination. Sure, you might come up against roadblocks, things might happen, whatever, but you don't just shoot off into the, to the dark and hope that you'll find something because you'll never get where you want to go because you don't know where you want to go. And that is by far, for some reason with podcasts, that is the biggest thing. They just decide they're going to interview all their friends and, and then wonder why no one's listening. So you need to really work on that concept. So I say for people, the first thing, and especially to say B2B personal brands, the first thing you've got to be looking at is what do you want from the show? Well, there are normally three types of things. You're either looking for lead gen. So you're either looking at lead gen, you're looking at authority building, or you're looking at networking. They're the three things. Now, the problem you have is that all of them are working to some degree. So every show you do will push all of them in some degree. 
different shows will push different ones. It's like in, you know, if you think about when you're studying, it's like majors and minors, you're going to have to major in one and minor in the other two. And so if you're someone who is a, you know, like, let's say you, you want to build your authority in your industry. Well, if you want to build your authority in your industry, then you're not really going to interview people because that's not a good idea because you're highlighting their authority. You're not building your authority. Um, but, and that would probably generate you leads, but not but it'd be all right, but it wouldn't be great, but it will build authority. If you're trying to meet new people and let's say you're a business and you're trying to, and you're a B2B and you want to get to know all the key players in the space, well, then you do an interview show because the interview show is going to get you to meet all these people and it will generate leads in a different way. Now, if you're trying to generate leads directly, then you need to create, really, it's not so much B2B, it is more B2C, even though it would be B2B. You're very much delivering a solution to a problem that catches them off guard straight away. Solo shows are very much a, a B2, you know, like a, a lead gen and authority building. So those are without going too deep into it, that is the first thing you have to do. And if you haven't done that, don't even bother looking at equipment or any of that stuff because it is just, we don't know where we're going. And once you've done that, um, stop me by way of any point if you want to dive in at any point because I can ramble forever about this stuff. But once you've done that, then you would move over to format and um, and then we'll, I'll, talk, I'll cap it there. But you move to format. So concept is first, then format. Format is how long is this going to be? That is the interview show. Is it a solo show? Is it going to have a co-host? Am I, is it going to be 10 minutes? Is it going to be once a week? Is it going to be again? The Is it going to be video? Is it going to be audio only? Am I going to do it live? You have to think of the format. Once you've nailed those two things down, you will then, and in my opinion, only then, should you even start to try and record something or ask something and that can take you forever. That's fine. It can take a long time, but nailing those things down with podcasts, something that's definitely become very apparent to me over the years of doing this without trying to scare everyone off. You only really get a chance at bat on the show once. And sometimes like I know with myself, I've had many shows and restarted shows because you realize that actually when you launch it correctly, the snowball effect and the momentum is insane. So you really do need to focus on those. So that's the things that people do wrong as well as do right. Do all those things and you'll do it right. Do none of those things and you'll do it very wrong. Mm, that's so good. I don't think, I, I mean, I did a lot of research on podcasting. It's all fluffy, you know, surface level advice. That's really deep. That's very strategic. I don't think I've heard that before. So you've got me really thinking. And before I go on to the next question, we can link to your, um, your course in the mm. show notes. Yeah, that's super helpful. But here's the thing. And I noticed that with mine and I said, I'd do solo episodes. I have one or two. I don't do enough of those because I knew right off the bat, I love meeting people and that stuff, but I'm not, people aren't hearing enough of my voice, you know, my expertise. Yeah. Now I know you had, you told me in our last meeting when I was on your show, after uh, we were on, you said you had a personal branding podcast that was like helping like one-on-one or something. Was that more mm. like the pain point thing that that show, is it still active actually? It's not active. No. Okay. So um, yeah. So that show was that show. Like I said, I got into personal branding originally. That was my mm -hmm. first kind of thing. And after I left performing arts and left my, my finance gig, I got into personal branding. I was like, this is my thing. And, and, um, and moved, I started more preferring podcasting, but that show did really well. That was called personal branding 101. And it, um, that was all solo stuff. Okay. Like that all solo stuff. And it, and I was bomb. I, I was blown away by it really. Like it, 
that show ranked number one for, for the search term personal brand, personal branding, personal branding coach, personal branding mm-hmm. consultant, content marketing coach. Like it would just over an 18 month period, it just went everywhere. Um, and, but that show was very much it, that show was really, really right. And then it went really, really wrong. And it went and, wrong because I started interviewing people. Oh, that's so interesting. Before we get to the next question, I just have to dig deeper on this because hmm. you just said, and it's fascinating, when I started interviewing people, that's when I realized I needed to mix up the show. Can you tell me more about that? That's so interesting to me. What changed? Why was that? Yeah. So so I'd, I'd done a lot of shows before. The first time I just interviewed people because I was just nervous. And then um, then the second time I approached it with intent and, and, and unintentionally did all the stuff that we were saying that, we, that I just showed you at the time that we just spoke about. As I approached that personal branding 101 with complete focus, it was like, I'm dyslexic. I want to, le- I want to create something that I would have listened to. I need remove the fluff, be really practical and deliver something and deliver it um, every single day at the time. It was three times a week, but then it moved up to every day. And then what happened was I was, I started to feel, and we all might feel like this. I started to feel like I wasn't really like talking to anybody or getting to know anybody. And so I was like, okay, I really need to go and interview people. And when I did, the, the feedback started coming back, which was like, I love your show. I love your show. And then they would say, I love this episode. And never, ever did anyone ever say, I love this episode with Nick or I love this episode with like, with these, by the way, these are incredibly big YouTubers and content creators. Like, People who I had looked up, Mike Kim, people like that, like real big people I'd looked up to and no one cared. No one cared. And all they cared about was they got this episode that you did about, you know, the personal brand ecosystem. I love it. And I was like, that's like one of my very first episodes. How are you? Like, I've got some amazing interviews with these incredible people. No one cared. And that made me like, I destroyed the show really because over time I just started what I started and I didn't realize till too late. Why was I interviewing people? Well, I was interviewing them because I wanted to speak to them. And I wasn't interviewing them because my... And so the show had gone... For, I wasn't interviewing because my audience wanted them. It was because of me. And so I'd gone from this idea of helping... You know, like It was all about the audience. That's why I did well. So this is the thing for people to remember. It was all focused on delivering the best result and serving a problem I realized in the market that I had. And then it somehow moved into an ego play of me trying to interview people who I wanted to speak to because I found them interesting and I wanted them to know my name. And, 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 and it, I know I'm quite open about this. It just, it does. It became a, it became like, instead of being the personal branding show for the community, it became Ash Borland's show. And, and at that point, then um, the easiest way is to like amputating an arm, you know, let's just have to cut the leg off. <laughs> that is really fascinating. And actually that gives us hope for people who want a podcast and, you know, maybe you're scared to interview people because that, you just told me that everyone wanted to hear you. And that is fascinating. So I know we got off, but that was a really interesting thing. I've never heard anyone say. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. So, I'm happy to. Yeah. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking your podcast, maybe you don't want to take the time to interview people. It's got to be quicker and easier to just sit there. I tell my clients all the time, you know, at the best worst case scenario, you know, go get on. You might cringe when I say this, go get an anchor FM and just create trainings, just answer a question. And then your, your audience can learn from you and hear from you and connect with you. You know, I don't know about your feelings like that, but we can get into Brilliant. some tech stuff later, but no, I think anchor is amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I yeah. love that to the point yeah. where I like, I think 
yeah, if you've got like a three, if you've got a four part series or whatever, like even my podcast course, I was looking at that going, you know, it's free and it's on YouTube and it's also going to be on a download. And then I was like, well, I might as well just put it as audio, go on to anchor and have it as five. Like do it. Like, I think that the, don't worry about it too much. Just don't overthink. Absolutely. So that's great. So the three top areas you say is either know if you're going to be a lead generation podcast, authority building, or um, what was the third one? Networking. Networking, networking. Okay. So really good. Now, another thing that someone actually told me when I had another concept on my podcast, someone who has a podcast, successful one, he's like, well, your podcast isn't niche enough. And I'm like, Oh, great. You know, so um, I won't say if it's this one or not, but um, I hear that a lot. People say, make sure you get niche enough. And maybe that's something that you want to dive in and tell us where, where should we go? What if you have a niche, but maybe it's really saturated? What are some of your best tips to overcome that? Yeah. Wonderful question. And a question that so many people always want to know the answer to. And it's, and if I'm honest, it's a really hard one. It's a very easy one to answer, but also will depend on the person. So I have two shows. I have my I have two podcasts now currently running, and so and they're both doing opposite things. And this is why it would make more sense. I have one show called Podcast Creators Hub, and then I have one show called Mortgage Marketing. And the reason why the mortgage marketing is a hyper niche show, hyper hyper niche might be really good for people listening to this B two B personal brands. This is probably more what you would want. Um. The, so the more niche that is, it's very specific. This is like hyper niche world. And mm-hmm. this hyper niche world is very much, um, you can speak to their pain points. You can speak to everything about what they want. So I do like things, for example, mine's content marketing for mortgage brokers. They are regulated. They are UK based because they can't be outside of the UK because of regulation. They have the same problems. So I can get on a podcast and go, so these are my top three niches for all mortgage brokers right now in 2022 because of this rule. And it they just eat it up. So that's really, really, really good. And then also with an interview show with that. And so I do with that show, I have a solo on a Friday and an interview on a Monday. Mm. And that's to, to, hint, to, to leverage both of them because that's to leverage the authority of me. And then also making sure that within that network, because it's a very small niche, getting people on and getting them to share their stories, they share with their community. Wonderful. But the problem with that niche is that you're not going to become some sort of, depending on your goal, you're not going to become some very big authority, might be in your hyper niche, but outside of that, no one's going to really look for it. For example, with that mortgage one, there are 8,000 mortgage brokers in the UK, which means that I am capped at 8,000 people listening to that show. No one's got, that's it. So that doesn't, so that as much as it can be very lucrative, and good for my business. If my goal is to be some influencer and speak on stages, that's never gonna happen doing that. So that if you so so that's with the one niche. So that's one way. The other way then is to take a broad approach to a niche. And that would be more of a search-based approach. And that would be YouTube very much uploading your podcast to YouTube, trying to target more of a, a blanketed search. And that's where the podcast creators hub one is, is I'm just trying to talk about everything related to podcasting. Now that show probably isn't great for people. They're listening to little bits here and there. It's very educational based. It's not about your community. So that's that niche. But that show is more for people who are like, I'm going to search on YouTube. I'm going to search on a blog. I'm going to search on a website. I'm going to, 
and they're going to get all the information they need. So it really depends on your goal. Now, that one has the scope to help hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. So you have to look at the scope you want. That's the when it comes down to your niche. Most people, though, 99 times out of 100, if they're in a B2B personal brand, probably would go with option one, build your hyper niche within your community, be a mini celebrity, a great one that I would like, be the king or queen of a very small hill, and um, you'll probably make a ton of money and be very well known. It's only if you want to move into the spaces of potential that what me and you, Michelle, might do is I want to be the number one person in personal branding. If you're trying to be that Gary V of your industry, you've got to go broad. And that, and but not too broad. It's quite a weird. It's a hard one to answer. And it goes back to those top three, you know, pinpoints you made clear in the first question. Also, too, when you get really super niche, um, you can have brand partnerships. Like, say, you know, the companies that serve this, they're going to want to, you know, so there's monetization issues or opportunities there too. So, it really is. Depend that depends, right? That famous yeah. question. But the majority of my clients just want to have a presence, be the authority in their industry and in their field. You know, I always say, look, we're not trying to be the next Lewis Howes or whomever. You know, those people are off somewhere else. Um, that's another thing. But for the most part, these listeners here, that's all you need. And so you're saying this is very doable if you do the right strategies, understand what you've just outlined. I think this is some of the most critical advice that for me who researched so much, like hearing this from you is just so cutting to the chase and cutting off years and mistakes, you know, or months and mistakes. So thank you for this. This is really, really good. Making me reevaluate some things too. Well, there's definitely, there's just on that quickly, because if anyone who's interested in starting it and that just, sorry to butt in, but it's one of those scenarios where um, anyone can do it. But the thing there is, and like I said, there's that course I have on my YouTube channel. There's also a video just, just so we know for, I'll give, send you the links. There's a video I did which um, I, I documented purely of how I launched that podcast, that mortgage one. And that show, just to keep you view and people context, that show went from like complete cold start to 13th in the UK marketing charts in 48 hours and made me on, over here just for income about 50 grand in about two weeks um, and for in consulting fees and things. And the reason why, and that just shows you, by the way, that, that Obviously, I knew what I was doing and I knew I was targeting and, and going and effectively it built out. It, it booked me up for the next six months, but it was all about a launch. And there's a whole video. It's like eight minutes long. And I break down every step I did to do that. And, and currently there's a TikTok, a very successful TikToker who's doing the same thing. And he keeps messaging me going, oh, wow, this is amazing. So there's like a mini course there for anyone who wants to do that. Like I just give everything away for free. So I'll make sure I send that to you as well, because it's all that stuff. If you're a niche person. And you just want the people, it's like there's, there's things you've got to do before you launch it in order to get, and I'm not, you're not going to say you're going to get the same result I got. Could be bigger, could be smaller, could be nothing, but that you, definitely anyone can do it. That is awesome. No, I appreciate that. I'm going to tackle that too and look at it just to make sure I'm covering on my bases. Thank you for that. <laughs> so you've given us so much insane ideas and strategies. We don't really probably need to go on the tech or anything because that's all in your course and that changes all the time. We don't want to predate it. In fact, I learned it's a lot. Um, just as a tidbit here, I am using the Blue Yeti, which you had a very informative LinkedIn clip the other day about that and the Elgato, is that a three Elga or something? Yeah, Elgato Wealth 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, you know, I was given this 
from a brand partnership deal. So it was free, but um, one just wanted to illustrate the point that you know your technology. And so I'm sure that course is going to just help everyone because you don't need to go out and run and get the most expensive stuff too. That's another thing, right? I mean, let's make sure this works and you want to do it. Was that something you would advise if someone just wants to run out and get the I actually disagree with that video. Um, I still think the the way the Blue Yeti is the best. I love it. I I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, I do. I love Melanie. Um, and I had her on the show because she, but so for that, because I, everyone always slags off the Blue Yeti. And I still, I still think it's better than the, the Elgato Wave, Wave 3. I still think it's better. I still think it's one of the best microphones out there for, for both looks mm-hmm. as well. So, and, and for, for user experience, I think it's very easy, super easy. So, yeah, you don't need to worry about tech. Um, buy a Blue Yeti. Yeah, no, <laughs> like that personally. I- you could go off on a whole different tangent. And that's why I think people are really scared of the tech. Not so much getting on air because that to me is easier than talking video. But everyone I talk to, all my clients, like, it's too complicated. I don't know tech. I don't have time. Tech and time are the two things. Yeah. So we've con- we've tackled the tech for the most part. We'll send them to your free course. What about the time commitment? Like someone, you're getting us interested. You're getting all the ideas. Now, what about the time? Like a busy executive, a busy leader, an entrepreneur, they want to get it out there, but time is their worst enemy right now. What do you suggest? So time is is the enemy of everybody. Um, I think the the two things you have to do. Well, let's say two. I always say two, and then I'll do off on ten. Um, so the two things I'd probably look at. First one is, um, do you want to do it yourself or do you want to outsource it? That's the first thing. And with that kind of sub things is what level of of production do you want? Most of the time, people in small micro niche, small industries, let's say you're in the manufacturing industry or you're in a a, a tech industry or something like that, most people aren't really that bothered about high level production. They don't need these fancy intros. And now don't get me wrong, they're really cool, but they don't really need it. Um, They they just want to hear their friends and their their colleagues and themselves on the show. And um, so you don't need to worry about that. So that's the first one is either really like zoom basic don't add any sounds don't do that and then and then maybe go on fiverr and get someone to to brand you up an intro shouldn't cost you any more than about 50 dollars um but that would probably be like the basic that's the first thing the second thing then is deciding what um what you want from it in regards to whether you're going to be a video or audio only i'm a big advocate of video podcasting however and this is a big however I'm a big advocate of it if you, without getting too techy, and if you've got a good aesthetic spot to record, you know how to use, like, so how you are, Michelle, here, like, you look great. And that spot's great. And it's an awesome recording. But most people, they don't. And they, as in, not they don't look great, but they don't have the right background. They worry about the cameras. And actually, if you're in a really good industry, one of the, one of the worst things that can actually destroy your authority or really kind of be quite bad is, is you, Sounding, sounding great, but looking awful. I don't mean visually in yourself. I mean in the location with a rubbish webcam, all of that stuff. So I would say if time's an issue, audio only and minimal production, if not outsourcing, because that's going to save you a ton of time. All you have to do then is jump on calls. Make sure that if you're going to do it, batch, you know, five to eight weeks before you even launch. That's something that people don't really realize for time. A little bit of extra time up front will save you the world of time later on. Um, the mortgage one that I did, I batched like literally nearly six months ahead 
And then it allowed, I just recorded so much. And then it allowed me to, to know that for the next six months, I'm fine. And then I just have one slot every Friday that only people can book in. And then that's time management. And it's, I only have this Friday slot. And some people, sometimes people in it, sometimes there isn't. But I'm never really going to run out before the road goes. And I think that's what I would say is just be, to, just be smart with your time. Oh, that's a really good thing. I've backed mine to just Monday afternoons in the US. And um, one thing you do, if you do solo trainings, you can just, you know, it's easier to batch than scheduling all these. That takes some time, the scheduling back and forth, you know, have a scout, all those things to save you time, like a Calendly link and all that. But um, it really isn't hard if you just take, say, one day out of the month, I'm going to do the, you know, batch them all. I've, I used to have a client um, and she would just batch like in two or three days that week. She would just say, I'm doing them all once a month or for two or three months or whatever it was. And she was done because I don't have to think about it. And it was all evergreen content too. So I'm like um, 90, 92, 93 days ahead of my amazing. daily content. And and that's also not including like clips. Um, you know, like, so I do the approach. I, I clip my interviews now and it makes my life so much easier. So I'm going to have you on the show. And that's another way of time. It was like, okay, I want to interview all these amazing people. Let's let's talk to seven or eight of them in the next ten days, and then I sit through and I clip them. And you know, it takes a bit of time, but now I have like forty eight individual clips. That, that that's like forty eight episodes there. Let alone the stuff I then do a live stream to generate ideas from other people that side, plus all my own ideas. You, it's easier then, but that is a massive example of learning from my mistakes. Is make sure that you you have enough runway to be able to, if busy life comes up or you get sick or something happens and the consistency is very important. If you drop out and you, you do, you go away from, and obviously mental health or sickness, don't, don't keep it going at your expense, but bear, bear in mind that podcasts are, um, we're habitual creatures and people have their show. They listen to at this time of the day while they walk their dog or while they go for a run or, they're very, we're habits, we're creatures of habit. And if your show, this is why you should always do a weekly show minimum. If your show doesn't turn up that week, they'll go and look for another show just because they've got to fill the gap. And if that show is better than yours, they won't come back. Um, and that's something that people don't realize. So if you're going to launch a show, that's why I say about the concept, the format, spending time. I, I, people go, you can only four weeks to launch a show. I think you need, if you're going to really launch a show, Give yourself three months and go, okay, I'm going to launch this show in three months time, but I'm going to, I'm going to get it all right. I'm going to do everything I can in the next three months. And then when I launch it, you're so far ahead. You feel good. You don't want to stress yourself out because you won't, you won't enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, that's sort of what I did. Maybe probably did a little bit wrong, but I started interviewing people in May of last year. And then I started my LinkedIn live show, which every episode became a podcast episode. And I ran 15 of those through this last summer. And then I, after that ended, I just, you know, started filling in more, but I probably, you don't recommend this. I think we accidentally didn't mean to uploaded 26 episodes right off the bat. That was probably not the best <laughs> idea. No, I'm up to fine. like 35, but at least they had a lot to binge on. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like it's not a bad thing. Hey, yeah, you normally upload like three to five. You normally upload. Three I should have done that. First day. Yeah, and then but, but yeah, there's a, a backstory thing. how that happened. But now I realize had I known better. Anyway, but yeah, All so fun go and ahead games. and yeah, exactly. Just get your buffer, your your buffer zone there. And another thing too, you don't have to have long episodes. Some of the best um, 
when I'm just in a mood to look up a topic, this is more of a niche one. I'll go to a certain podcast and then I absolutely love, and I know you and I both know this one podcast I'm not going to mention, but I'll tell you after. So I'll go and binge it. And all the little episodes are like five, 10 minutes. I'm just, this is just me educating on a topic or something. I'm just like, Oh, I need more. And it's kind of like the YouTube concept you told me about, you know, people just want that one topic and just want to binge it. You know, we're bingers, right? We binge Netflix, all the things. So you don't have to have a long. So if you're doing solo episodes, make them 15, 20 minutes, you know, it's perfect. Walk the dog time. So mine five, mine are five minutes. Like I literally do like my solo better. Yeah. My solo episodes are daily five minute shows. And I, and I, I very similar to what you're saying there. I, again, it all comes down to like I've said before about being self-aware and myself being self-aware of of what, like, why am I doing this? And it's just to fuel my ego. And a lot of the time I try my hardest to think, why am I doing this? And, and the reality is I don't want to, people aren't interested in listening to me for an hour. Like they're not like, hopefully you guys are here if you're listening, but normally, you know, people don't listen for that full time or they don't. And, and not all the time, but if there's a lot of them, and what makes me more enticing than the latest scandal that Joe Rogan has said or the latest thing that someone has done and they're not going to. So what, what I started to think about with that was going, okay, but I could be the guy that they listen to just to get that little hit of, oh, I want to learn how to podcast. I listened to him that one day. It's only going to take me five minutes. Sometimes he's got great guests. So I'm going to find more great people to follow. And, and then you become part of their daily routine. And that's easy. I listen to a show that's that's um, a podcast news show and it is so good and it is literally three minutes. And it's part of my like like brush my teeth, come in here, you know, have my breakfast, do all of that. And then I sit down and I literally sit down and I play the podcast news while I'm looking at my emails. Do it every day. And so that's a that's a, what, an idea of a smart way of getting into the into your someone's peripheral because you can really start to like he's getting tons of downloads because he's you know, giving a service instead of an hour long interview where I tell you all about my awful childhood or whatever, you know, it's just, it's just a silly thing. It's, this is really good because I'm all about micro niching, micro content, snackable content. Um, just because my attention span is shot from being online all these years, you know, and um, so you're giving me some great thoughts. So if you want to do a podcast, if you're listening to this, you don't have to be long. Look, three and five minutes are really winning the day. So Good things to do. Well, as speaking of time, I know you and I could, I think you're like one of the guests I could sit here and talk three hours to. You and I just talk, we love to talk about these topics. But (laughs) as we wrap up, I think you've given us so much insane value. I'm I'm probably not going to say, well, is there one last takeaway that you didn't cover that you would like the um, new, newly podcasters, newly thinking podcasters, you know, in the industry to know or do? Literally just do it, I think is the thing. Like I know I've said, listen and you know and plan it but don't I was literally chatting to a friend of mine this morning when I was walking the dog and I and he was going oh, I've got this plan and the the thing I said to him was you can ask and you can listen and you can have all of these people me you me you Michelle we can have all of us telling you what to do but the but you have to just do it and you can and if you listen to something I've said and you go that's a load of rubbish then I, then run with that as well and that's my biggest thing I think the, the only the only comes by you actually going after it and doing it. It becomes a bit analysis paralysis. So that'd be my one takeaway. If you're going to watch my courses, because I've spent it and it's not a push, if you're going to watch them, don't watch them unless you really are interested in doing it because I don't want to waste your time. 
and don't you know don't go off and watch a million videos on how to start a podcast if you know start and watch but just just crack on absolutely love that that speaks volumes to me personally because i'm a over learner but you need to have applied learning i wasted a year plus before i launched my podcast out in the world from when i really decided it was december 20 to 2021 right a year wasted why then i had a client i kid you not I started coaching him in June and he's like, I'm going to do a podcast. So he had 15 episodes done by the time we finished in August and here I still hadn't. So anyway, take it from the world's worst overthinker procrastinator. Listen to Ash, just do it. You can change the name, change the cover. You're just getting out there. Your clarity breeds action is what I said, right? And clarity breeds you know, confidence, all the things. So just do it. If it's as simple as getting a free account in Spotify and Anchor, making your own thing on Canva for the cover, just do it. You're going to feel so much better about yourself. And chances are someone is going to hear that message and get in touch with you, right? So what's there to lose, right? There's no time. I'm a little bit of time, but no money. And I mean, it's it's the satisfaction of getting out there and accomplishing something. Wouldn't you agree? Couldn't agree more. I love just quickly what you said there about the money. That's something I would say. Don't um, your first podcast will not be your only podcast, and you'll probably get rid of it. So uh, do everything you can at as low a budget as possible. And then that sounds a bit um, counterproductive for someone who's a consultant and things like that. But that's the reason why my channel exists because I do think you will make so many mistakes in your first show. That's what it's there for. Um, so don't, don't worry about it. You'll only figure it out once you interview people. You don't like interviewing well, you do like doing solos. So just set up a free account on Anchor and just go for it. Like have a and see what you like a year later. <laughs> Absolutely. Love that. That's great advice. Well, every client, I mean, every client, every get, every show, every guest, I ask this question. Uh, and I'm sure you have something amazing that you probably haven't shared What's a personal or professional saying or mantra that can inspire us to, I guess, put ourselves, minds put yourself out there, which is very well in tune to what you just said. Was there something else that you'd like to share with us to inspire us? It's funny. Like I do, like I'm a big, and you talk about a mantra that I would use. Um, I, I actually am a, um, I'm a big Star Wars fan. So I actually have written all over my stuff. It's do or do not. There is no try, which is the same, the thing from Yoda. The reason why I say the love that though is, I do think, and it took me years to really figure that out, and it has been a thing that's helped me my entire life, is it is that, what we just said before, do or do not. And um, the amount of people who who don't get fixated, or they get lost on this. And you say put yourself um, you know, out there. It's the same thing for me. I do think if when people ask me why am I successful at what I do, it's because there's only really one option. I either do it or I don't do it. And I don't, I don't mess about in the middle. And I think... Um, that should be anybody listening to this. If you want success in anything I'm doing, I am not talented at what I do. I'm not better than anyone else listening to this. Truthfully, I just action things. And so that would be my mantra to you guys. If you're listening to this and you want to uh, take action, don't, don't think that, don't go, wow, this guy sounds, he's got a, fa- a fancy British accent and sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I'm no different than any single one of you. Three years ago, I didn't even know how to turn a computer on. Oh my goodness. That's great. I love that. Just learn from doing. So that's perfect. Well, tell us where we can find you. I know we'll put show links and all this stuff, but where can we find you to learn more, see that daily podcast and all the things you have for us? Yeah. So um, YouTube is my main place really right now. I'm really pushing YouTube and that's the goal moving forward. It's just Ash Borland. If you search me, I'll appear. There's daily, um, it's a daily video podcast that said five minutes to 10 minutes. If you like Michelle, then you should come along because they're Michelle, Michelle's episodes are on it <laughs> coming soon. Um, 
but also you can connect with me anywhere as Ash Borland. I know that you're heavily into LinkedIn, so I, <clears throat> I'm uploading there on LinkedIn as well. So I, I'm a big believer. I upload my show to every platform. I don't keep, I don't, you know, my, you can listen to it on Apple, you can, which is Podcast Creators Hub, or you can follow me on any social, LinkedIn, not on Facebook, that's all the mortgage stuff, but LinkedIn, Instagram, or YouTube, and you will get the same show because it comes out every day on every platform. So it makes your life easier. So wherever you want, just Ash Borland. That's easy. And that's great because you have a name that doesn't have like Mary Smith or something. There's a million of them. That's what you're lucky. So that's awesome. It's we'll put the show one. notes. Yeah. So Ash, I know you could give us a whole masterclass today because you're so generous. You're so smart. You're so knowledgeable. I just want to thank you for bringing your expertise on the show and sharing that. Thank you so much. You. It's been amazing. I love chatting to you. Yes, I do too. Well, I hope we have inspired you. If you're listening, you're on the cusp of wanting to get your expertise, your message out there. Know that it doesn't take time, much time. We've outlined that. Know that it doesn't take any anything really. I mean, you just have to start. And we've given you some amazing ways, some amazing, Ash has, not me, strategies that you really need to know. And a bonus, you can get his free courses at a link in the show notes. So until next week, I just want to continue, just like Ash said, just try. There is no option. Keep putting yourself out there. Keep giving and being of service to others. Remember, you have a brand to build, a message to share, and people to impact. So until next time, I'll catch you later. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. You know, we need more impactful professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders just like you getting out there sharing your expertise. So if you'd like to know more about how I can help you or your team grow your professional personal brand, please check out yourbrandyourbusiness.com. And until next time, you have a brand to build, a message to share, and people to impact. Now go put yourself out there and watch the business of you grow.